0: Hey there, and welcome to Truth Be Told, a theology and apologetics podcast not claiming to have all of the answers, but created to analytically look at the truth contained in the Bible and encourage critical thinking on how to apply that truth to our lives. I'm Micah Gunn, and I appreciate you listening in. No matter your level of understanding or knowledge, I sincerely hope and pray that you find these words edifying, informative, and beneficial. So let's get started. Well, as you can tell from our title of today's episode, we are gonna be continuing on in our study of love as Paul describes it in 1 Corinthians 13 verses 4 through 8. And we've been going through one quality of love or one attribute of love at a time. And today we're going to be looking at the concept love is not proud or love is not puffed up, depending on the translation that you have. And if this is your first time joining us or the first you've heard about this study, admittedly it has been a little while since I've posted um, an episode from this study. We've kind of looked into other things in the past and... Uh, Gotten a little bit away from this one, but I'm excited to get back to it. But like I said, if this is your first time, uh, you can find the rest of the episodes on whichever streaming platform you are searching on right now. Just type in love is, and then the quality you're looking at all the way up to love is not proud or puffed up, and you should find it there. If you're listening on YouTube, you should be able to uh, look at the playlist that I made there that is called Study of Love, and you should be able to find all of the episodes there as well. Um, Each of these episodes should be able to stand alone, uh, so you wouldn't be lost if you started with this episode today, but in case you wanted to go back from the beginning and follow this study all the way through, that is how you would do that. So I hope you enjoy this study um, overall, and also this episode in particular as we talk about love not being prideful or not being puffed up. Now, when I was younger and I hadn't really studied too much into this topic in too much depth, um, and not even too much younger really, just like my teen years and and early young adult years, this one seemed like a no-brainer to me. I thought, you know, pride is bad, love is good, they're not compatible, and then I just kind of moved on. I didn't really look much beyond this understanding of it. Um, And and I wasn't really sure what love being proud looked like logistically, and I didn't dive deeper to find out. Especially in like the social media age that we live in, I assumed that it meant being proud of like a certain relationship, showing off a spouse, uh, maybe constantly posting about a significant other. Um, And this, this is how I envisioned what this looked like, particularly because we often use this verse here first corinthians 13 verses 4 and then on through verse 8 we use this verse at weddings and i thought it it only meant romantic love later i found that that's absolutely not true um, but this is kind of the framework that i had when looking at uh, what love not being prideful meant showing off someone you're dating or married to and this doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to express a level of happiness you have in your romantic relationships to others there's nothing wrong with that um, I would say there, there's a line where people reading those posts start to think, uh, you know, they start off thinking, oh, that's that's really nice. I'm really happy for them. And then they move on to thinking, this is clearly an effort to put themselves in the spotlight. And I think we're all familiar with this and recognize it when we see it. And it's it's really just for you to engage and monitor where your heart's at in this. Um, But an appropriate, you know, level of being happy in a relationship and and sharing that with other people, I don't think that's exactly what the Apostle Paul was talking about here. Now, what he seems to be talking about here, in my view, is an individual themselves being proud of themselves, being self-focused, self-centered, proud of something they do, proud of themselves for maybe landing that relationship, quote unquote, um, thinking a lot of themselves for some skill they have, maybe. And this, this is, I think, the message that Paul is trying to get across. This kind of person is not exemplifying the love of God. And remember, if God embodies love and we're supposed to become like God, then we are supposed to embody love. And the embodiment of love cannot be the embodiment of pride. This obviously isn't to say that you can't recognize that you've worked hard to achieve something or you shouldn't take a certain level of pride in your work. I think that's almost counterproductive. The Bible also tells us time and time again to work hard and to work as unto the Lord. So um, taking a certain level of pride in your work is not a bad thing. You should have good self-esteem, but the minute pride in your work or something you do or have begins to over-elevate you in your mind you might have a pride issue. And this is a a really big one. I don't wanna minimize how important this is. Um, Not only does John tell us this is one of three ways that sin manifests itself, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and the pride of life, but also in the world of sin that we live in. Some of us struggle with this sin or that sin and others we know might struggle with something completely different, but pride is something that affects all of us at some point. Uh, So far in this study of love, you might have said, well, I'm fairly patient, I'm reasonably kind, I don't envy, I don't boast, but this pride one should stop us in our tracks because every single one of us is prideful to a certain extent or could uh, separate out some pride from our life and get rid of it. Even if it's not a prominent or pressing issue as much as some other things are, it is still something that all of us struggle with at one time or in one way or another. Uh, It's also interesting that the previous quality that we looked at was boasting, which is the outward expression of what we're talking about now, which is pride. It reminds me a lot of Christ's ministry in just like shorthand form, um, where Christ says, you've read that it was written, you shall not murder, but I tell you, he who hates his brother without cause is guilty of murder. You could almost do the same thing with pride and boasting. You've heard it written that being boastful is not the humble, self-sacrificing kind of love that I've called you to. But I tell you this, whoever even harbors pride in themselves rather than in God and the blessings he gives you in your life is also not able to show the kind of love that I've called you to. So Paul here goes one step further, as Christ often did too, Love is not just not parading itself and not boasting. It's not even harboring pride in your heart. It's not even the internal manifestation of what boasting is. And whenever we're dealing with the internal rather than the external, I find that's a lot harder to control. Um, Controlling actions is a little bit easier than controlling thoughts, I think, for most people. So this is serious and this is important. And uh, I think it can be kind of skipped over when we read it in a list like this, which is the reason that I'm doing this study uh, to begin with. Now, there is a certain level of love that comes with pride that the Bible actually talks about, and it's not any kind of love that we want, but the first is a love of the world and the things in it, not as God loved the world and he gave himself for it, but a desire for the ways of the world, a, a different type of love that we really don't want any part of. In 1 John 2, verses 15 through 17, we're given a command here. It says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. And we referenced this verse earlier. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And that's the kind of love that we want to have in us. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, and the desires of the eyes, and the pride in possessions is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. So pride shows a love of the world because it's a type of bowing down to the things that are in the world, whereas the love of God is shown through keeping his commandments and bowing down to his will. Now the second kind of love that we can have when we're prideful is the love of self. Not a love of self that's appropriate, uh, respect for our bodies as a temple or as being the creation of the Almighty God, but a love of self above all else and esteeming of ourselves above others, as Paul tells us not to do in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3. And uh, we find warnings against this in Proverbs, actually all over the Bible, But in Proverbs, it's very prominent. If you just look up pride in the book of Proverbs, there are several verses that warn you against it. I'll just go to one to make the point and also show that it doesn't always say the word pride specifically, but it will talk about pride as a concept. In Proverbs 26 verse 12, it says, Do you see a man who is wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. So the bottom line is pride is an all-consuming love of self and love of the things in the world, and there's no room for love of others anymore when you're consumed with the love for yourself. Notice when God loved the world, it was a love for others. It was those in the world. When we love the world, it tends to be a love of the way of the world or the things of the world, and God tells us to love ourselves, and this is fine, but he also wants us to love our neighbors as ourselves. So this kind of moderates that. It's funny, in the two great commandments, love God and love your neighbor, there are actually three types of love shown. Love of God, love of neighbor, and love of self. God already expects that we're going to love ourselves. That's a given, but we're responsible, like I said, for monitoring this, which love of God and love of neighbor will actually end up doing if we practice them appropriately. So pride, as the Bible describes it, doesn't allow for the love of others. Even though it does allow for a love of the world, it's not those in the world, it's a love of the way of the world. And the way of the world is our own way, so even that in itself is selfish. It also doesn't allow for a love of others as ourself, it only allows for a love of self. So if pride doesn't allow for love of others, love of God, or appropriate love of self, It makes sense that Paul, when talking to Christians about the love required of us, he also leaves no room for pride, and neither should we. Thank you so much for joining me in this study today. It really means a lot to me. You guys have billions of things you could choose to click on and listen to, but you choosing Truth Be Told is really humbling, and I'm very grateful. If you find this content beneficial, please do me a favor and like, comment, share, follow, subscribe, or rate this podcast on whichever platform you favor. Really, any interaction that you have with Truth Be Told really just helps us to reach other people and is very much appreciated. I have a lot of awesome content scheduled and a few amazing interviews that I'm really excited to share with you. So please also follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube for updates on all of that. Thank you guys so much again. And until next time, keep on reading your Bibles, keep on thinking critically about them, and keep on applying the truths that we learn here to your lives. Have a great day, everybody.